Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Fan Friday! Kurt. Thank God it's Friday. Kurt and I, we were supposed to be joined by none other than... The author of this song, DeRoe. But my man got a flat tire on the tollway on his way up here, so that he sucks. will not be here. Better he, him than me. He is, right? <laughs> he's, he's really mad. He almost took an Uber up here anyway, but they had to take his car straight to the dealership. So he will be joining us. We'll get him on next yeah, week. Yeah, he'll come on. But we are joined every Friday. We lost Nate, but we gained Brian. All right. Brought us. How we doing, boys? Wonderful. Well. Good. How are you, Broadus? Trying to figure out a way to get a W here. Oh, man. Man, I'm, I'm counting on you to bring some pep sunshine here. because I'll pep it up. I'm, uh, before I'm worried. We, before we go to that game, let, let us recap us on a couple of things. I know you watched the film on the Atlanta game, right? Yeah. Tell us, we've heard from everybody what happened at left tackle. What did you see at left tackle? Really bad technique. You never, you know, when you get guys that that don't have a lot of experience to begin with in this league, he's made a couple starts. But when things start to go bad, you have to be able to go back and hang your hat on something that you did right. And he just never, Chaz Green never got into a mode where started off really well early, and then he then all of a sudden he couldn't kick away from the line quick enough. He couldn't get enough depth in his set and he couldn't get enough width in his set. So when your feet are bad and your hands are bad and you lunge and you overextend and you don't really trust your power to mm-hmm. play how you play, then you're going to get guys that uh, there was nothing really dynamic that that Adrian Claiborne did to him in that rush. Just went around him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, went around him pretty much. And, 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 and with Green, he never got his feet set and never got the punch. There was one time I showed on – on uh, this week on our film breakdown stuff, we you look at him set and he's in perfect football position, and then all of a sudden, then he has to engage, and then it then head goes down, lunge, and then now when you lunge, the defender just gets your shoulder and gets around you that way. So, you know, a lot of lot of technique issues there. And he, again, he didn't have anything to draw back on. If you see Zach Martin, Zach Martin give up a sack in the game, or Travis Wright, those guys give up, or even Tyron Smith, they give up a sack in the game. They kind of are able to rally themselves back. They figure, okay, that's what I did wrong, and then the next time they don't do it. But it just really snowballed for him. It, yeah. it just never, it never came to a point where he he got a, uh, where he could put four or five, six, seven plays or pass plays in a row together to give him some confidence in the way he was pass setting. And, you that, think, and that was problem. Think we'll see him at all this week, or is it move on to Byron? Well, Bell? yeah, I think that Byron Bell was going to be your starter at left tackle this week. I I I know they tried to get. Uh, Tyron Smith ready to play. I just don't think he's going to be able to answer the bell this week. So look for look for Byron Bell to be your guy at left tackle this he's week. He's a big, strong guy. Is he quick enough? Well, that's the thing about it is, you know, he's played he's played tackle. He's played guard. I can't remember the last time he's played left tackle. Yeah. You know, but they're going to have to find a way. And Jason Garrett even admitted this. I've had a lot of odds with Jason Garrett over the years. You know, I've tried to fire him a couple of different times. And <laughs> every time I try and fire him, he wins 12 or 13 yeah. games, and he makes me look like a fool. Uh-huh. And good for him for making me look like a fool. I appreciate that. But, uh, you know, he was quick to admit that they didn't do enough to help him or – Chaz Green last week. They didn't have a plan in place that was good enough. Now, the problem you run into, and I've said this a bunch as a former offensive lineman collegiately, not professionally, but collegiately, tackles generally don't like to get help in games. Mm-hmm. And it's not a pride thing or anything like that. It's a where does the blocker fit? Where does the help fit? Does it fit along the line? Does it fit as a wing? Does it fit in motion? How does it fit? Because, you know, there, there's a certain technique it takes to block in these guys. If Nate was here, he would tell you that. Exactly. You can't have guys bump into you, behind you. Be, where, where am I going to – where's that back going to fit? Where's the tight end going to fit? You know, you, you have to worry about, I'm going to kick, I'm going to slide, I'm hands up. Wait a minute, guy's bumping into me now, I'm throwing off. You know, that's very hard to practice during, during the week. So, you know, most tackles don't like guys to help them during the game, but they do have a plan. Garrett admitted it. He goes, we, were, we weren't quick enough in adjusting to that 
And he goes, it won't happen again. So all the things I talked about this week, tight end in line, wing behind the tackle, uh, motion across, all these things are potentially things that you could see them do to help Byron Bell in this football game if it comes to that. As a, as a simple football fan that doesn't have the in-depth knowledge, it was, it was just – I just have experience. Yeah, well – that's my only, my only I thing. Think a lot Take of fans, the film away from me and I might <laughs> be in other words, Papa John's. In other words, he's old. No, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of fans were like, just stick a tight end there. Yeah. Just line him up and go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why? It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. No, you, a lot of times it's, it's they, they run 12 personnel packages where they keep Jason Witten in and Hannah in you know, max protection. And usually when they run max protection, they'll throw the ball down the field. They'll take a, a shot. They'll keep, you know, like I say, they'll get 12 personnel, two tight ends, one back. And just heave it down the field and see if they can make a play, but yeah, it, it's really when you when you think about it, like I was talking about, you put a guy next to the tight end, all of a sudden he slides down to take the guy. Guy goes wide on the loop, and now you got a guy you're having to fight to get outside because the tackle of the end has made a loop move, and now you're fighting through the tight end to get out there. And they they slid the protection that way one time and still gave up a sack. They they yeah. took Jonathan. He still got. They took Jonathan Cooper, who was late out of his stance. Late, and when you're late, then all of a sudden we talk about the problems that you have. Yeah. I guess if there's one silver lining from what happened last week. That hopefully it won't happen again. Yeah, that you're exposed <laughs> and you, you yeah. can game plan yeah. this week. To yeah. go, okay, we've got to address yeah. this. And especially with, and you know, hey, let's, let's be honest there. You know, uh, Byron Bell gave up two sacks and less reps than yeah. – than what uh, you know, and then what uh, Chaz Green did. So. And and they're facing a tougher defensive line. They are. Week. They're very very similar. I mean, this front. I mean, I thought Kansas City had a pretty good front. This might be the best front. This one, Denver, probably two of the best. They oh played. wow, that's that's yeah. encouraging. That yeah, <laughs> good as Denver. We yeah. saw what happened there. Well, but they get into a situation though. If you protect the front, if you do, they they give up plays in the back end. How do you, how do you? If you're the Cowboys, you know that you're weak at offensive line. You know you're facing a really you're good weak at defense. left tackle. Is what left tackle. Is. Yeah, yeah. How do you combat that? Do you do you do quicker, smaller drops and well, get the ball out? That's quicker? a great question, Shannon. And and to me, this is going to be. And I wrote this in final my final thoughts. This goes up at the end of the day. I th- I do believe you're going to see the Cowboys move the pocket in this game. I think you're going to see one of the strengths that it, that Jim Swartz, the defensive coordinator, alluded to was he's never seen a quarterback that throws the ball on the on the move as well as Dak Prescott. And Jim's been in the league a long time. Goes all the way back to the Bill Belichick days in Cleveland in the early '90s. So Those were you know, bad yeah, days. So he's <laughs> he he was he understands you know a lot. You've seen a lot of football in his days as a defensive coordinator and as a head coach with the Lions. But yeah, you, you the, the strength of Dak Prescott is his ability to throw the ball on the move. And so I would not be one bit surprised. Quicker route, shorter routes, ball outside, sprint the protection, take the snap. Let it fly. Don't don't hold. Don't hit fifth step. You know the sack that they gave up on the twelve yard line. You know that that, that it made the next the two plays later was a missed field goal. It was typical Dak in a way of he wants to throw the ball in the flat to Alfred Morris, but Alfred Morris is stumbling, falling down, and he doesn't throw the ball. So now what is he thinking? I've got time backside. I can look and see. Des Bryant, but no, he didn't have time. But if you have Tyron Smith over there, you're so used and conditioned to saying, look, look, let it go. Yeah. And this time it was look, look, hit. You know, yeah. they, it was that quick. So move the pocket, do something. I wrote about that in my final thoughts today. And so it's a good question. Cool. I think they'll do it. Run game last week. Did they get away from it too soon? And if they did, why? Yeah, they, they, they really couldn't gain any traction at, at that at all. And, you know, I, I think that what happens – it's what teams, you know, the way the game, it was still a tight game going throughout, but they just could not, the first down runs just weren't gaining anything. And But what happened is in the second half, they got the ball and they got in that 12 personnel, they got in 13 personnel, they got into actually some 22, which is two backs, two tight ends, and ran the ball with some success. And then that's the, like I say, they got down to the 12 and then they throw the football. If Ezekiel Elliott's in that game, I think that you just turn around and you hand it to him three times inside the 12 yeah. and say, you're not good enough to stop us running the football. Yeah. People talk about that the, 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 the Tyron Smith was a huge loss. It is. But I think that Ezekiel Elliott is a bigger loss. Yeah. You lose your balance when you play when you play without Ezekiel Elliott. They just do not have – even when the players aren't blocked cleanly, Ezekiel Elliott finds three and four yards. And so now it's not a negative play. The Cowboys are one of the best in the league when it comes to not allowing negative plays. 
And in this case, though, they had a lot of no gains, you know, yeah, no gains, yeah. one yard. Is it you that had the stat that they didn't have? They had like second and eight. They never had better than second and eight. Never second and eight the whole yeah. The, uh, yeah. Until like the late in the game or something. Like that. Yeah. They just couldn't get it going. Yeah, Zeke, I, I don't know if you miss a lot in other parts of the game, but to me it, the, where you really miss Zeke is when he has nothing. He lowers his head, hits his lineman, and just moves the pile, like you said. Never, it's always – I can't tell net. you, watching the games at the in the star at the studio, it's always – Joe Buck says, nothing there, but gain of four. Right. You know, <laughs> nothing, nothing there, gain of six. Yeah. You know, and, and it is. That's, that's what you miss. You miss that. When things are muddy or not clean, this is the type of game where you're going to have to. I do think the Cowboys are going to have to throw the ball on first down. I don't think this is one of those games where you sit there and say, okay, you know, 61% of the time we run it on first down, let's just keep running the football. I think you're going to have to pick and choose. And the one thing that I kind of draw from a little bit is Scott Linehan and Jim Swartz worked together. When Jim Swartz was the head coach of the Detroit Lions, Scott Linehan was his offensive coordinator. Okay, he knows Scott. Scott knows him. So in the game of chess, who can stay one ahead of the other? Now, on paper, uh, Swartz has the advantage because he has healthy players. And you're, yeah. you're minus your left tackle, all pro left tackle, and then you're all pro running back. So that, that's a problem right so is, there. Is the key stop it, the key to it all kind of stopping? I think Nate's favorite player is Fletcher Cox. Yeah, I, yeah, I think guy? that. Yeah, I think that it's watch the matchups inside with with Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, since they went back to the four three defense, he plays as that really the under tackle or the three technique on the outside shoulder. He's a difficult guy to reach when the ball goes wide. He's coming up the field. He's got so much power that he kind of keeps you stalemated. And if you're not quick enough to cut him off then he can get up the field and be disruptive and make the ball have to come behind you. But can you get everything else squared on the squared up on the backside? That's where we see Elliott so good. Press the hole, see the cut, make the cut, gain a four. That's that's kind of where that's how they that they play. And they really you know, hopefully Alfred can kind of press the hole, see the hole, make the cut when he has to make it. What are a couple of other matchups that everyone should should kind of keep an eye on this week? Well yeah, you know, watch Lane Johnson the right tackle for the Eagles and you know he's a guy that missed games 10 games last year with PEDs so he's a guy that's not naturally strong he was a quarterback in high school he was a tight end and then he converted to an offensive tackle at Oklahoma and he's a tall linear built guy that doesn't have a lot of upper body power he's a catcher holder but he's really athletic I, I would I would I would like to see that that Demarcus Lawrence we've seen him last week remember he the, the sack he had was a straight yeah. power rush you know, if he can get Lane, Lane Johnson to be off balance a little bit, you know, that's what you got to do. Push the front, get him home a couple different times. I mean, he's every game he's had one or two of those plays where you go, okay, man, you know, you're going to need some turnovers here if you get a sack fumble. But keep an eye on the Lane Johnson one. But well, he, he's kind of, I mean, he's had a pretty good year though. Lane but, Johnson, yeah, yeah, whereas, but he's, but, but he's, but he, but, but, but when he faces power, yeah. it's a tough tough avenue for him to have to deal with because yeah. he doesn't have any uh, lead in his rear to sit down on somebody. But their, their left tackle is kind of a little bit more unknown. Would, yeah. would that mean By they time. maybe put yeah, I can't on that side a little bit? Well, I, I, you could see him going a little bit. The, the thing with Vitae is at the left tackle, he's a, I think that where, to me, I would like to – I'm going to – Vitae is a guy that has power, so I'm not going to send him up against a guy that I think can stop him initially. I'm going to go against a guy I think that he could beat to the edge and then I think can overpower him to the edge. I mean, either take him to the quarterback that way. But you're right. Jason Peters is not in the, in the game for – or has been out, you know, for the Eagles. So, yeah, Vitae, he's got a great – they call him Big V. But I can't – his first name is a crazy yeah, first could, name. Yeah, yeah was, but he went to school – went to TCU. You know, guys like Dane Brugger, the draft show, Hellman, they roll his name off their tongue. I'm just like, Big V. <laughs> Big V's in there, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But, you know, they've – Hey, this is a this is a good football team. I'm not trying to blow smoke up anybody's rear, but I also think that the Cowboys are a desperate football team. Mm-hmm. I think this is where I think they're at the crossroads of their season right now. Can they win this game? Yeah, I think they can. I you know I I talk about remember the, how bad the Redskins looked against the Cowboys in Washington, and the following week they go and win a game at Seattle. Yeah, that's that's how this NFL works. And this and this team seems to whenever they get beat pretty handily they usually rebound they were, next week that's something about garrett up. again another thing garrett doesn't like me too much he's friendly to me face to face but i'm sure he doesn't like me but he's 
he, he, he finds a way to get them ready for games like this because he's one of these guys that always believes in staying the course, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course, where I'm like losing my mind. Right. You know, I mean, he stays the course, and I think the players respond to him that way. It's gonna, you're going to need Dak to have a huge game. You're going to need Alfred Morris and Zach Martin and Lawrence. If this was a 4-12 and team that's just struggling along, and I'm just saying that just to say it because, oh, they, you know, the Eagles play the 49ers, and, yeah, the 49ers are going to win a game. I'm not saying it that. I'm saying that really the Cowboys, that they're they're a crossroads right now. They need if they you get this this win, this is one of those signature wins that can kind of carry the rest mm-hmm. of the way. You know. Sure. Only last question because you got to get out of here. Kurt missed a question today. I think. Did you miss a question today? Well, go ahead. You got no. Time. He he asked one. Yeah. He asked two actually. Shan's <laughs> going for an award here. I think I'm firing away, man. Yeah, Shan's got it done. And I got more if you want them. Go ahead. You get one. I get one. All right, there we go. <laughs> what are what are two keys to the game for the Cowboys for them? What must they do? Two things to win this game. Yeah, I, I think that you have to be ready for the ball going down the field in the air. The Eagles are one of the best in the league when it comes to that ball going downfield passes of 21 yards or more. I mean, that's something that. Last year, we wouldn't see that with Carson Wentz. You know, now that you, they do have some deep threats there, the Cowboys have struggled a little bit with balls that have gone that 21-plus distance. So uh, keep an eye on that, vertical routes, things like that. They cannot give up those huge chunk plays like that. Make the Eagles have to earn what they're doing. Eagles are capable of moving the football on the ground, throwing the football. They've got uh, that, those kinds of weapons. But don't give up the huge, huge play. I, I think offensively, though, it's really going to come down to – your identity is, is, is running the football, but that your identity is with Ezekiel Elliott running the right. football. I think that you're going to have to find a way to let Dak Prescott win this football game. And, you know, I always say, hey, Dak Prescott, nine completions or uh, 21 completions for you know, 21 of 28 for 241 yards, three touchdowns. It might have to be a little bit more than that. I mean, he's going to need some help in this game, but I think you're going to have to put it on him to make some plays with his feet, to make some plays with his arm, but they've got to find a way to keep him upright for a lot of those plays. There's going to be some hits in this game, but there can't be the hits that you had in that Atlanta game. Has there been a game this season or last that he has had to carry this team and he's done it? Or, or Well, if you remember like if you remember the game, and I want to say against – it was Tampa late in the year. I think he was 31 of 38 mm-hmm. yeah. throwing the football. That was a game where they kind of were they, they kind of needed him to play, you know, uh, you know, play well, and they, they were trying to again trying to keep things momentum. He traditionally, when he has to carry games, I mean, they haven't really asked him to do that a whole heck of a lot because there's so much balance. But I, I think I, I think balance is going to be trouble in this game. I really, really do. Unless I think they're going to maybe have to go a little bit of off sequence too in the way they call plays. Again, this is Linehan's advantage of knowing how Swartz will adjust to him as he mm-hmm. goes along. The first 15 will be interesting to see how that's called. But after they get off the script of the first 15, what's going to happen on play 16 to play 65? That could uh, tell you a lot how your game is going to go. Kurt, nice. you get the last question. Well, you kind of already answered it. Um, but I will say, you know, I was looking at uh, Philly, you know, strong offensive line pretty much. Right. Solid run game. Right. QBD that doesn't make mistakes. Right. Good against the run. Right. Good enough against the pass. Right. They look like the 2016 Dallas Cowboys a little bit. Yeah, this this I would kind of compare this to the Cowboys when their their the problems they had with the Giants where all of a sudden you're rolling along in the season, you've lost the first game and then you get to December and you're thinking, well, the Giants are pretty good, but they good enough, you know, you win a they win a 10-7 game, you know, Dallas really doesn't do anything. I, I just I, I've said this a bunch on a lot of different shows. I know folks are out there. I know they love your show and they're listening. The NFL is a strange lady. It really, really is. And it just is one of those things where you, you look at it and you say, the Cowboys should not win this game. The Cowboys should get blown out of this game. And they very well might. But I think there's a lot of pride in that room. I think they understand where their season's at. And there's still a lot of quality players there. Philadelphia has been outstanding you know find the quality win that they've had they beat denver but everybody's been beating denver lately mm-hmm. you know the one thing you can hang your hat on is recently you beat kansas city that's the one team that beat philadelphia you know so find a way to play like you did against uh kansas city and you could very well find your way to to, to a victory in this one move that move that start time up in the day and let that damn light shine through that stadium <laughs> worked out kansas city game yeah well, Broadus, man, great stuff as normal. Oh, thank you. Thanks appreciate you having me on, guys. Thank you for coming in here every Friday. We really appreciate it. Sorry your buddy didn't make it. I know. Yeah. So that means all of you, all 18 of you listening, are stuck with me and <laughs> Kurt him. for the next 40 minutes. You on, get it done. I got faith. On, on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. 
You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. It's football season, if America's dream. We the Cowboys, baby, this America's team. It's our time right now, Kurt. Yes, sir. And now it's your time to <laughs> talk time about to balls. Balls. Then football from the quickest place mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Man, I, had a, I had a lot of questions asked the row. Man, he was upset. Like, he texted me, like, six times in a row. Like, I was like, dude, calm down. It's okay. We'll be <laughs> fine. And he was like, I really wanted to come. You ever been to one of his shows? Um, I've been to not like a full-blown show. That's him, by the way, that we came back from break. A little song he, he did for us uh, last year, year before last. Called I think I, it was uh, 2014. Oh, was it that long ago? Mm. Yeah. Man, I thought it was sooner than that. But he's a huge fan. Grew up in Dallas. Represents represents us and the Mavs big time. So um, I've been to a couple of like small where he's done three or four songs, but I haven't been to like a full concert where he, yeah. you know, was just just little bits and pieces. But he's a cool he's a cool dude, man. He's he's really he's a hustler. Like oh, he, he music just it. seems to be one part of his scene. Yeah, he's he's into a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, he has official uh, ball caps and stuff with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah still does it. Got a ball cap line. I think they're working on trying to get a um, a big um big heavyweight jacket. It's got like patches and stuff. Oh wow, like yeah. Because he, how long was it? Last season he was on. Uh, yeah, I with think us. So. Yeah, the and old he show. had one of his ball caps on that day. I know. Yeah, and it was a Cowboys Duro. Uh, joint thing yep him and his buddy uh kevin i think that's his kind of like his business manager they were they were in studio last year so but yeah he's he's working on a a new song is he yeah and we're trying to he's actually it's completed he just hasn't released cowboys it related it, it's got some cowboy references but it's a standalone kind of song so we're we're kind of collaborating on a, a video for it and and a cowboys themed video and trying to figure out the, the right time to put it out because if we put it out now and we go in the crapper, it kind of kills the momentum <laughs> of the song, you know? So Are you going to be in the video? Uh, you know what? I should. You should get I in should, there. Yeah. I should uh, shoehorn myself. <laughs> get Nate in there, too. Yeah. Surrounded by a bunch of models. And... Yeah. He actually wants to shoot. Uh, he's got one or two more scenes he wants to shoot, and he actually wants to shoot it up here in the uh, in the studio. So I ought to talk him into there you go. shooting that piece on this in this studio instead of there the other one. Go. 
We could all be in it. Kurt, you could be in a hip-hop I would look good in a hip-hop video. <laughs> look so out of place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would look so white. You could borrow a flavor flavor. You would be style. the yeah. whitest of white people yeah, in that video. It's probably not the look he's going for. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this hat? I like that. New, like good that. one, man. Get that? Yeah. So, so this is the salute to service cap, that uh, the sideline cap. There's this one, and then there's one with a blue. I actually like the look one. Look up at the camera. I've got it on you. There you are. <laughs> they actually had one with a blue had a blue brim on it, and that's the one I, I saw on the sideline. I asked Bucky, their equipment guy, I was like, when are y'all done with those? He was like, uh, after the Falcons game. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come hit you up and grab one if you have any left because they only, they only make a limited number of these just yeah. for just the players. And then uh, so when they're done with them, they usually just send them over to merch and they sell them in the sample sale. So You were able to snag them. Yeah, one. I saw him in the locker room today. I was like, hey, you got any of those hats left? He's like, I'm out of everything but hats. He goes, let me go see. So we went back there, and he's like, yeah, I only have this style. And I was like, that works. Nice. So I think you can buy them at the Pro Shop online. Pro, oh, yeah. I'm Cowboys sure Pro Shop good. online. Yeah, that one looks good, but I bet the blue rim looks good, too. Yeah, the blue looked really good. So Then I got my angel my angel tree angel today. I got to do that. Going to go do a little shopping at nice. some point. So it's a good day, man. I got all kinds of swag in here. We taking calls? We can. Yeah. Did we? It is Friday. It's Fan Friday. I don't know if anybody wants to talk to I me. I know. Nate's they, not here. They all call in just so they can say they talk to a, a pro bowler. That's right. Damn. Super Bowl champ. To Nate. We talked to Douglas today. Yeah. You've ne- I've never properly introduced this. That's the Mickey buzzer. That's the like. Mickey buzzer. It's like a, if, if there's a wrong answer on a game show mm-hmm. and you need a sound effect, but you want Mickey to do it. That's it. <laughs> and that's a really that's a real outtake, right? Of him. It on, is. On yeah, it. he had he was reading a spot for me and I think he flubbed a word or something and well, that don't, was it. don't screw up around you in an open microphone, huh? Well, I Come don't really hang anybody too far out to <laughs> Bet you could though, could you? Yeah. Oh, I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call us 214-872-2102. We don't even have to talk football. We can talk anything. 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 Nothing. Is off limits. Yep. So it looks like um, I will throw some football at you, though. It looks go. like Jeff Heath is out. He wasn't supposed to practice Ooh. today. So I'm wondering, you know, and then I thought maybe the next man up was our man, Kevon, who was in here yesterday. Mm-hmm. They, it seemed like there was more talk about Woods maybe stepping in there. Uh-oh. I don't know. West Monroe represent! No? I don't know. It surprised me a lot. I, th- I thought Kevon's been playing pretty good and... Actually, a stat I stumbled upon. It's a very short, small sample size, but he's the player with rushing. Let me explain this. See if I can explain oh, this. Oh God! I know it's so hard. confusing. Opponent rushing yards on the field plus, when players plus on the minus. field, and when a player's off the field. So plus minus yards. opponent rushing. He has the best difference on there. Kayvon does. Yeah, guys are guys average two yards more per game when he's off the field than when he's wow. Plays. Now, again, it's a small sample size. Where do you even there. find that? It's on the, the NFL Jesus site. NFL Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're what is like, the NFL Jesus it's site? It's just, I don't know. It's G-S-I-S. It's oh. acronym for Jesus. I don't know what it stands for, but oh. it kind of has the nickname NFL Jesus. Wow. Well, we have someone that would like to talk to you, Kurt. I doubt it, but thanks for calling. Sean in Tennessee. Hi, what is Sean? your question for Kurt? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Today? Oh, great, man. How you doing? Uh, just working, you know, peak season for us FedEx drivers, you know. Uh, what part of Tennessee are you? You're not in Jason Witten's area of the country, are you? No, I live in uh, I live in Clarksville, but I work the Springfield area. That's where I'm at right now. Is that but the last just... train to Clarksville, Clarksville? Uh, what was that? You ever heard that song, The Last Train to Clarksville? Doug was bringing no, out a monkeys reference. That. Yeah, the monkeys. Never mind. We'll just drop that. I will edit that from the show. It never I guess, existed. Thank I guess you. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I was, I was hearing y'all talking about the um, angel tree, and me and my wife, we picked up an angel tree the other day. Um, we went and was shopping for him, and we realized that it had a B on it. What's the first time I've ever did angel tree? And um, so uh, I got him some Jordans and stuff like that, so we went back and got his, the rest of his family because we felt bad that he would have Jordans and none of the rest of them would. So, <laughs> Did you get him some so, Cowboys uh, gear while you were at it? 
You know, um, it's hard to find cowboys gear down here in Tennessee. <laughs> I imagine. So, um, but uh, uh, my question is, um, do y'all think that um, Tyron Smith is going to be ready for this game, or is he going to be out? He is looking like he's out. Yeah, we had Broadus. If you missed him, Broadus was in a little bit earlier, and Broadus seems to think that he's going to be a no-go, and Byron Bell is going to be your starting left tackle. Yeah, there's nothing official. They're going to make a game-time decision. That's what Garrett said in his press conference today. Are we going to see a lot of help over there? Well, Dangerous that's game. the hope. That's the hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brought us talk to – The debacle of the last game. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier that if, if there's one bright spot that you can take from last week's game is that you were exposed and now you know you were exposed. So, so that lets you know, you know, okay, now you can scheme to help out on the left side, whether that's an extra tight end, whether that's getting your running backs to chip a little bit more on that left side or whatever. So – um, I think believe Brada said that that Garrett even acknowledged that they should have given him more help yeah. last week, mm-hmm. and that they would definitely scheme better this week to to help out on that left side. All right. So. Well, you guys have a good day. If I don't talk to y'all again about Thanksgiving, y'all have have a happy Thanksgiving. All right, thank, thank you, sir. Sean. Thank you. I tell you what, if you've never if you've never done an angel tree or never shopped for someone less fortunate for yourself. It's a good damn feeling, man. It is definitely. It, it really is. It's it's a uh, if you've never done it and, and you you have the the means to do so, I would highly suggest um, doing it because you. So the way the Angel Tree works, it's you know ours are sponsored by Salvation Army, and you know this organization does a, a ton of um, charitable work for for Salvation Army. We we volunteer to ring bells around the holidays. We. You know, a lot of our, you know, our Thanksgiving halftime is is to raise funds and awareness for the Red Kettle campaign. Um, and our angel tree is, you know, Salvation Army provides the names and the and the, they give you a, the name of the child, how old the child is, if it's male or female, how tall they are, how much they weigh. And then they have one line that says need this in and, and my uh, my kid's name's Adolfo. He's a boy. He's eight years old. He's 60 pounds, and his need is shoes, but his wish is a toy robot. And they give you all their sizes and everything. And what you do is you typically, you know, they'll need a coat or a sweater, and then they'll have something that they actually want, which is usually a toy or something. And uh, you'll find yourself going in there, okay, I'm going to buy my shoes, I'm going to buy my jacket, yep. I'm get them a robot, maybe something else. And 150, 200 bucks later, you <laughs> yeah. walk out of there like, yeah. oh, my God, well, I got me to get him this. And, oh, this is so cool. And yeah, you really fun. wind up getting into it. So it's yeah. if and you've it, never done it, I would suggest yeah. go doing it. It's kind of cool because awesome. the, the players are in the same program. So we'll help uh, kind of load up. The, the employees will help load up the trucks and kind of move the. And you you see uh, players get into it, man. You see some of the some of the stuff they put together. They this kid's bringing it all, man. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's like, I want to be there. <laughs> I walked by yesterday um, going to locker room, and they were putting the Angels on. I was like, oh, can we get them? And they were like, no, we're, players are today. You can get yours tomorrow and Monday. And I was like, okay. And they were like, yeah, we – we the ones that have, like, really big asks, we yeah. give those to the players yeah. because they can afford to go buy, like, the big – like, if they need a TV or something like that. Yeah. So they give those to the players. But, yeah, man, sometimes – you know, the players will get four or five different ones, and they come in here with, you know, oh, they tons of stuff. Yeah, they, go, they enjoy it. Yeah, Fun. really cool. Um, let's go to the phones. Jay in Rhode Island. Hey, fellas, how you doing? Man, we're great. Hey, did you, did you hear from you, Did you see where Douglas has made you a part of the show? <laughs> no, I did not. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm very uh, very proud. You know, I, I told you that I told Douglas I have to make you guys I mean, I have to stay loyal to you guys. I'm no bandwagon fan, and I'm with the boys all the way. You know, right. everybody's jumping off the bandwagon and this, that, and the other, but not me. Good, thank you very much. Hey, Douglas, hit him with a couple of uh, hit him with a couple of J drops. Okay, here's drop number one. You want to hear the funny part? <laughs> and drop number two. This is like the little Italy of America. <laughs> <laughs> so great, so great. He is awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. I got to tell you guys, you know, I, I'm just a bartender, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know, like these Philly fans, you know what I'm saying? They're coming out of the woodwork. Are you kind of in Philly country? 
the Eagles country? I, I'm from Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, but are, are Rhode Island people, is that kind of, are they Eagles fans? or? No. No, no okay. that's my point. They're coming, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're generally, they're all Patriots fans or they're Giants fans. Okay. Oh, you that's know, a bad there's a handful sort. of Cowboy fans, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, it, it's just, um, but I don't, you know, this week, call me crazy, you know, but I, I think we have a half a shot. Because, yeah. you know, we have four pro bowlers out, and I thought the line in Las Vegas would be like minus seven, maybe seven and a half. But the line is only three. And that's and that's kind of shady. And I'm telling you, <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling you, it's like Vegas is saying, okay, bet Philly, bet Philly, bet Philly. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys come out, you know, maybe they get a, a, a pick six. You know, uh, uh, so, you know, like anything can happen. You know, uh, Lawrence, you know, Sachs, what's his name, Wentz or Weiss or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> yep. And, you know, we pick up the ball and, and run it back. I think Philly's really cocky right now. And so. Jay sounds like a guy who definitely keeps track of the line. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, Shannon, if you want the line on – Maybe a college hoops game tonight. I bet Jay can quote it to you right now. Well, that's part of his business. If he's a bartender, <laughs> yeah, bartender. he's got to be informed with that kind of stuff. That's right. There's so many college games. It's kind of tough to keep track of those, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, well, I, mean, I lived in Vegas for a minute, you know, for about six years, and that was fun. You could see all the lines on the board. But, you know, now, it, you know, it's like people are just, talking about, you know, I got to take a lot of shit, oops, my language. <laughs> uh, you know, about the Cowboys now. And, Please mark you know, that, Douglas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, it's like, but I like, I'm like, okay, that, you know, I don't know any bookies who pay at halftime, okay? So I'm only half the season's <laughs> over, so I'm glad you guys think you have the championship won, you know? That's right. You know, That's I mean, awesome. I just... I just, I'm just here to vent a little bit because, you know, the Philly fans have absolutely no class. I mean, you, you go on YouTube and you see these people. This fool actually put Super Bowl champion 50. He already tattooed it on his chest. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl champion 53 with the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> I mean, the. That was a bad investment. Bad investment. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, what an idiot. <laughs> well, Jay, we love you, man. Thanks, Jay. Keep, keep calling us. You're now a part of the show. Thanks to Douglas. We'll oh, talk. All right. That's great, man. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. Have you a good weekend. Really cool. Hey, Kurt. Yes, you know, sir. You're a cool guy, too. You know, I, I like, you know, you're kind of mellow, so you kind of, you know. Somebody's got to be mellow around here. Yeah, but it's all right. You know, you, you guys go well together, like Picotti and Coke. Or something. Yeah, all right. I like it. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. All right, Jay. Appreciate it, man. Love Jay. Jay's Party awesome. and Coke. All right. Party and Coke. That's cool. Billy fans have no, no class. I think he's originally from Rhode Island. He said he was, didn't he? Did he? I think Sounds he, said like he a said he was in Bronx Vegas for a minute. Yeah, a minute, six years. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, I think Rhode Island people have accents. I think they have that northeast. That's, uh, <laughs> They're yeah. definitely in the northeast. That's yeah. true, I guess. That's awesome. Call <laughs> us two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. How are you? Are you? We've heard obviously Nate's Mister Positive and brought mm-hmm. us had some sunshine there, and uh, our man Jay's all up for it. How are you feeling about this game? Because I'm scared. 50-50. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I felt this way going into the Kansas City game. I thought they had a legit chance to win the game. I think it's the same this week if you – I think the biggest thing is don't be so damn stubborn. If you go in with a game plan, stick to it. But if if it doesn't work, change it up. Don't be scared to, to get away from, you know, if, if something's not working like last week – I think they were so damn stubborn that this is what we're doing. Yeah. 
we're not going to help this guy because that deviates from what we've been preaching all week. You know, if it's something's not working, let's change it up. But I, I think they got a legit chance to win. I mean, I think this Cowboys team at any given point is just as good as any other team in the league. You know, if they're True. playing, if they're if they're playing their game, you know, in the defensive line, I think the defensive line's got to show up. I think the secondaries, you know, they've got to play a good game, not give up the big plays, win the turnover battle. That's the big thing. I think if they win the turnover battle, they win the field position battle, which I feel good about that with Chris Jones yeah. back there. Yep. Still a little shaky on special teams with the kicking game because I think this could come down to a, you know, a field goal either way. But yeah. I think they, man, I think they got a legit shot. I don't, I don't think there's any team that they could play where I'm just like in, in the league right now where I'm like they have no chance to right. win this game. Right. I kind of think that. I mean, I, I like the. I do think that they can hold up defensively if the line, if the defensive line, Lawrence and those guys can make an impact. I think they've got a chance for them. I'm just, I'm worried about the offense, I guess, because because of the left tackle, because there's no Zeke, because Des Bryant is not bowled out. It seems like in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I hope that they're able to stick with the running game, eat up clock, you know, make that impact, not yeah. go away with it from it too early and. I mean, I, the, yes, I think they have a chance, but man, I'm, on, I know, on at paper, least on paper, on yeah. On paper, yeah. Paper, the but, I mean, tough. and the other thing is they haven't really played anybody, you know? Yeah, Kansas. and I hadn't realized that. You brought that up yesterday. Yeah. I hadn't realized that they've had a pretty weak schedule. Yeah, and Kansas City beat them, and, and we, you know, we handled yeah. Kansas City. So, I mean, I think they got a shot. I'd really like to see Dez get involved early, yeah. have a 120, 130-yard game, oh, man, and loosen up that running game, make them back off, you know, back off the line a little bit yeah i'd love to see him get involved early and and really come out this game and i think he's what needs one touchdown to become the all-time leading touchdown i think he would tie it with one touchdown He'd tie it with one and that bob hayes has the record and he would uh, he needs two more to pass him so you know matter of time come on now matter of time but hopefully it happens sunday hopefully uh let's go back to the phones real quick jim in denver what's up jim hey how you guys doing great man Good. how you doing Long-time listener, first-time caller. Right. Awesome. Thank um, you. Been a Cowboys fan for over 35 years. Nice. I definitely take their losses personally. And just like you guys, I'm worried. I'm really worried. But I'm trying to stay positive. Even if they lose this week, I can see the season kind of playing out where, you know, they lose this week. They definitely got to win the, the uh, five out of the last six. That puts us at what ten and six. We could get a wild card spot. Zeke's back. We're healthy. We get on a run. We're typically good on the road. So I'm kind of thinking that's how this season might play out. At least that's what I'm hoping. Um, I think the division at this point is out of reach. But yeah. I guess my question to you guys is, why can't we ever be unpredictable? It's almost like we are so predictable and so, as you guys were saying stubborn why can't we look at maybe what's working for another team like for example the patriots you know they always use the little slot receivers we've got cole beasley uh we've got the other guy uh switzer that we just drafted why don't we put those guys in the slot and just go out there get crazy get unpredictable and do stuff that uh the eagles aren't going to be expecting so i'll shut up and uh let you guys talk thanks sir great call i agree with all those things. Yeah. I don't think this is a must win. I think you need to win it, but right. I don't think we're to the must win. I think the division's out of reach. But you got some games coming up against, you know, if, if you lose this one, I think you got to you almost have to win out because you yeah. gonna, you got to be 10 and 6. I don't think with the tiebreakers and everything, 9 and 7 is going to get you in. Yeah. I mean, you've got survive this one. You've got the Chargers, Redskins, Giants coming up. You, you should be favored in all those three. You're at the Raiders, which they've been up and down. You got the Seahawks. They're tough, but you got them at home. Mm -hmm. And then you're at the Eagles at the last game. And I know you've been saying all year it's a key, but at this point you're hoping maybe they're resting guys. So yeah, I don't know. It, it, the, they're in the toughest part of their schedule. They've been in it, but they're starting to come out of it. So maybe if they can survive this one, they can get on another little run. Yeah, and if you if you win this game, you got to think one of these next couple of games you're going to start getting some guys back. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you're probably with 10 games in 12 days, you're, you're – Probably not getting all of them back. No, no Lee for sure, I don't think. Yep. Um, but obviously you, Zeke's out. Obviously 
they haven't really given us much of an update on Bailey when he'll be back. Tyron's the guy that you probably hope yeah. can make an appearance here in these next three. I mean, but, Bailey must have really torn his groin on the on a practice kick. Yeah, I don't. That's a heck. You got to figure it was just kind of wear and tear, and it finally went on him. But yeah. did we ever hear if it was was it pregame or was he on the sideline during, during, during the game? During the game, and he was warming up on the sideline. Yeah, line? because the, the team was remember they were driving and they scored. I think it was their second touchdown, and then they had to, the coaches are like. Go for two, and I remember Witten was kind of like, "What's going on? Why? <laughs> we're, yeah. we're winning!" You know, he caught everybody by surprise, and they realized he'd he'd done it. But yeah, I mean, Garrett had said that part of it's just his job. You know, his motion. He's got to swing his leg, and mm-hmm. when you got a bad groin, that's that makes it a lot tougher. So yeah. But what, what did you think about the? And I can't forget the name is caller Mike. I mean, uh, Jim being, uh, you know, unpredictable. I That's agree. She said. I totally agree, but I don't think you're ever going to see that as long as Coach Garrett's the yeah, coach. Yeah, I kind of agree, too. And I think Nate said it, or maybe it was Brian, that, that they tend to run kind of a simple plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of craziness to it, especially on defense. It's, it's So, yeah, I don't – when you got guys hurt, that might make it even harder to do that kind of thing. But He mentioned Beasley. I think Beasley's another guy that – what, he's got half the catches he had this time a year ago. Mm-hmm. You'd like to see him do more, but yep. I think part of that's teams just realize what he can do, and they're they're making life, his life a lot more miserable. Yeah, and I mean, you you say that they're not unpredictable, but hell, they ran a fake punt where Chris Jones threw a 15-yard <laughs> pass. two times they run a fake punt, haven't uh, they? Right, but I mean, that's pretty unpredictable. That is. Maybe we'll see Des well, you know, oh, they, throw another one. Yeah, they've built this offense so that it has a lot of simil- shares a lot of similarities with the '90s Cowboys offense that was so successful. And one of the things about that offense that they took pride in is that they didn't have that many plays. You, it was just your problem to stop them. Yeah, you knew what was coming. Stop. Yeah, them. and so I think you know they'd like to have that mentality. And when Zeke's there and when Tyron's there, they can. But uh, you know, right now. It's it's a little tougher. Yeah, it'd be it would be really fun for one week, and I don't think it would be on a consistent basis. So it would have to be, you know, a a, a big game. But just to see them have a totally different playbook where they're running crack back sweeps <laughs> and you know jet sweeps and running go all uh, Madden on yeah, them. just <laughs> kind of go nuts. And then, but I just don't think I think this team's built a certain way. Yeah, and like you said, Douglas. It's run first. It's offensive line. Here's Zeke. Stop him. Yeah. If you stop him, you win the game. If not, we're winning the game. Yeah. And, 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 and you don't trick it up too much. As you said, Garrett's he's just a kind of a conservative. That's his personality. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's just not gonna on the job and outside of the job. He's very consistent. He's very methodical. He's smart as hell. And it's kind of like that's the way his game plan is. It's here's what we're doing and here's what we are. <laughs> so Mike in DC. What's up, Mike? What's going on, fellas? Oh, man, just living life. What's going on with you? Uh, not too much. I just got a couple of quick things I want to share with you real quick. Coming from out of D.C., you know, everybody's talking about this game coming up uh, Sunday. But I, I, I agree with you with what you fellas said. I looked at the, the 10 games that Philly played, and they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only person they played was Kansas City, uh, which they allowed 81 yards on the ground um, when they ran the ball. Everybody else that they played, they lost. They won what? About Two or three points by the Giants, they're terrible. They won about two points from the Chargers, they're terrible. And everybody they've played when it comes to the running game don't run the ball. Washington don't have a running back, terrible running game. The Giants don't run a ball, terrible running game. Melvin Gordon has really done anything with the running game. The Denver Broncos, terrible team. So they really haven't played anybody that really has a really star-studded running back or really good running game. So when we talk about the run defense, well, it makes sense because everybody's throwing the ball. They're playing things that automatically already throw the ball anyway that really don't utilize the run, except Kansas City. They play the San Francisco 49ers. They're terrible. So when you look at their record, the, record, the Dallas game is the game that's really going to be a challenging game for them, um, I believe. And on top of that, you know, I'm sorry, but out of D- D.C. guys in D.C., they know what 46 can do. They're watching the Redskins, which they have 46. They're begging to bring him back. <laughs> uh, and I think Alfred's not getting the credit that's due to him. You know, he should have been a, a three-time Pro Bowl. His rookie year, he rushed 1,600 yards, uh, 13 touchdowns. He didn't make a Pro Bowl. How's that? So he should be a three-time Pro Bowl instead of two-time Pro Bowler. And if you're feeding the ball, Washington, when they fed him the ball 20 times in 2012, they won all games except one time. 
Uh, in 2013, when they didn't give, they didn't give him the ball 20 times a month, they lost the majority of their games. Uh, he's a bell cow, so he can do exactly everything that he needs to do. They just got to trust him and give him the ball, and he'll prove worthy uh, to be behind that line. Mike. Great call, Mike. The, I think you're the first guy that's made me feel good about that. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like very how good. he belittled Philly's schedule. That was yeah. thorough very, and convincing. Yes. Very, very good call. <laughs> Appreciate it, Mike. What do you think? Run down, run down uh, Philly's schedule. Who they've played and what the what the score was. Uh, they were all their all their wins, which are all but one. Yeah, they were at the Redskins. They won thirty seven. That was handled them well. They beat the Giants by, like he said, three points, twenty seven twenty four. At the Chargers, beat them twenty six twenty four. And if I remember right, they should have lost that yeah, game. Yeah, I think the Chargers so. screwed that up. Uh, they blew out the Cardinals. Uh, they. They won at Carolina 28-23, which that's, you could probably count that as a pretty decent win. Yeah, but Carolina uh, wasn't really clicking at that point in the schedule yeah, early they, in the they've season. they've been up and down. Uh, then you, they, uh, they beat Redskins at home by 10. Uh, they blew out the 49ers, and then they blew out the Broncos. Who, the Broncos are just falling off the map. So um, their schedule gets a little bit tougher. They've, they've faced, they come here. They're home against the Bears, which that's obviously not tough. But then they go to the Seahawks and go to the Rams. And then uh, they go to the Giants, which hopefully the Giants can help them out a little bit, help us out a little bit. So, yeah, they've make me feel good, Mike. Thanks, man. And uh, I agree. I agree with Mike on Alfred Morris. Like he, you know, I have all the respect for him in the world, off the field, on the field. I don't know why they don't use him more because he's got big playability. We've seen yeah. it. You know, he's broken. You know, preseason and regular season when he's got a chance to touch the ball, he's broken some some pretty big runs. Yeah. I would love to see them give him the ball 15, 17 times this game, get Rod Smith in there, get Rod Smith involved, give him the ball seven or eight times, see what he can do, bring him in on third downs, swing him out out of the backfield. He's proven he can catch the ball. And just stick with the running game and and see where it goes. Don't yeah. give up after you know two series and not being able to run the ball. Are you surprised at all that McFadden only got one carry yeah. last game? It's a, it's a, you know what? It's to the point now, to me, you, you – couldn't really run with Alfred. You couldn't really run with Rod. Put Darren in there. Give him the ball seven, eight, ten seven. times. And if you know what, if he's not worthy to get those carries, why the hell do you even have him yeah, on the team at this point? It is strange because, like you said, he was in training camp. He was the he number was the guy. two guy, and he played a lot, and he seemed to be doing well. And but I guess there's other nuances to the position that they just don't. They're not comfortable with him. Yeah, they don't trust him anymore. I, I don't get it. The, yeah, I figured the old only. Reason he was on this roster was for, the, for this. Physique. Yep, yeah. for this moment. And uh, yeah, and if you're not, if he's getting the ball one time, and how, how many snaps did he play last game? Uh, you pull that up. But if he's only getting the ball once a game, it's like okay, why? Why even have him on? Yeah, him? why are we spending that much money? Yeah, bring in a young guy that you can start developing instead of spending that much money on a, a veteran that you bring not in another play. linebacker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you might you might have an opening at that at that position. Let's go to the phones while Kurt looks this up. Our boy Eric with a C, North Carolina. The we were, the I was wondering if we were going to talk to you today. Yeah, oh, you know I was coming through, baby. Well, I had to get a couple of uh, last minute catering stuff together, some wing platters, but I ate about six of them. What'd you eat? <laughs> What'd you eat? Uh, I, I ate some chicken wings off the wing platters that I was getting ready for my catering tonight. But, oh, uh, see, one of my head chefs I'll, always told me you gotta taste your food before you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a story. Back when I used to deliver pizzas, I, sometimes I would pull a pepperoni off one. Oh, <laughs> they man. Too bad. Huh? Did you wash your hands, though? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know he didn't wash yeah, his hands. Yeah, I washed my hands, and then and then I would take a napkin and move the cheese around so it oh. melt back, and you couldn't even tell. That is horrible, man. Out, man. Oh. <laughs> I got a little quick comment and a quick question. <laughs> I just want to say that this week, really put the challenge on the coaching staff, Mike Leonard, uh, uh, Scott Linehan, and uh, the uh, our defensive coordinator, Marinelli, these guys to come up with a good, solid plan to protect the players, to put the players in the optimal yes. situations to be successful, to make chipping those many different ways. I brought us there earlier. Whatever works, help these guys out, man. You know, I hate what happened to Chaz Green, but a lot of that wasn't on him, man. True. What happened last week to me was a 60-40 coaches to players blame split i put more on the coaches you gotta just really comfort these guys you gotta help these guys you gotta brainstorm keep these guys in good situations yep and that's, that's exactly my comment true. yes they have to my, they have to protect those guys yep. 
Oh, did you cut him off? I didn't cut him. No, yeah, I thought he said, and that's my. No, no that, he was gonna say that was that was my point, and now my question. question. Oh well, wait a minute. Right Thanks for paying attention. Jesus, to Douglas. Douglas, I misunderstood him. Get your sh- together. <laughs> so now I'm not the only one that's dropped an S bomb on this show. No. <laughs> yeah, Eric, he'll call back. Jay in Rhode Island also dropped an. Way to S-bomb. go, Jay. Way to go, Jay. When you do over unders or anything? Um, yeah, I'm about. You know, I'm about to give up on the over. Are you? I, that's a, I think a failed. Experimental. Think so. It, I mean, Nate doesn't contribute at all. That's true. And and it doesn't make it fun. And then when we come back and it's and I haven't been keeping a tally for the whole year. So yeah. Well, I was I expecting to, some kind of glory. You know, I was going to win. You've have Whoa. been doing well at you that. You want some glory? Hole? Not where you go. Don't go there. Hole. Once again, down the gutter goes Douglas. What are you looking at? Nothing. I'm just laying out on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I thought we were going to have a hard time talking for an hour without Nate. We, we talked so it. much. We're, we're not even going to take a second break. Oh, Did I not predict this? What? In our meeting the other day that you were you were saying, hey, we need to figure something out. And I was like, man, once you get started, you'll be able to go for an hour and a half if you want to. You betcha. Oh. And you know what? We got free reign from the boss man, too, in that meeting. Eric said, "Oh yeah, hey, if you get to in a show and you just run out of things to talk about, just cut it short. <laughs> it's twenty minutes long. Just be like, hey, we're done. Thanks, brought if us right here. If it's thirty minutes, forty minutes, you don't have to go a whole hour. Yeah. Okay, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> you want to squeeze it. in one more call? We got Josh in Florida. Sure. Yeah, let's go, Josh. What's up? What's up, man? I got a, a major question. Uh oh. Uh oh. Jalen Smith. Do we still have a drop foot? Did he finally heal from that? He, well, if, if he still has drop foot or is he fully healed? He is not fully healed, but he's a lot closer. I think it's something he's still working with. Um, okay. Is but, that why he overruns plays sometimes? Yeah, I mean, I think – I don't know if there's a, it's a situation where it's causing him pain or anything like that, but it's just he doesn't have the same burst that he had in college. And I think part of that's still I, just. I could definitely see a difference in yeah. the way he moved because I used to watch a lot of his games at Notre Dame. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think they're hoping this nerve will just continue to regenerate. Yeah, and and so eventually he will get to that point again. That's the hope. If you if you watch him, it's almost like he's not fluid. He, it's yeah. kind of he's almost jerky or it, it's a weird kind of motion. And and I think it, it's, like he, it's like he's dragging that leg. Yeah, 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 almost like it's yeah like half a step behind. Um, and the other big and thing, thing. Yeah, go ahead. What are they going to do about helping the left side this week? Are they going to just run to the left? They should run to the left. Just run straight at them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, run, it, run at whoever's trying to rush the hell out of Chaz Green or Byron Bill, whoever starts, just run it right at them. That might be the, they can stop it like that. They've talked about doing that some. They should have done that last week. That was one of the things they could have done yeah. to help them. Because at that, at, towards the end of the game, Claiborne was so far out wide. He was yeah. just – all he was doing was trying to get the quarterback. Right. You could have gone right at him. So – but, I would run it right at them. Yeah, or I mean, do I, I, some screens to that side. They yeah. tried to do a screen when they chipped them with uh, with I think uh, Keith Smith. Yeah, but do some screens to that side, or do a wide receiver screen over there, you know, to that side. Just right. to make them slow down a little bit. Stop coming right at that like that. Yeah, yep. make them pause a little bit. Yep. Shannon said earlier, hopefully they've learned their lesson and are, are going to account for that now. I don't think they learned it. Y'all say it every day, man. They stubborn, man. Jason Garrett, <laughs> he, got, he got to get out of that. It's not 1990 no more, man. It's 2017, boy. I hear they got schemes going on. You can't just play like the 90s no more. Well, thanks for the call, Josh. Have a good sir. weekend. I, All right, y'all. Too. All right, man. I I don't disagree with any of that. I think yeah. the best way sometimes to to slow something down is to go right at it yeah. and at least make them think. You know, I got to hold my spot for. A yeah, second. I mean, at that point, the the score was such that they couldn't. You know, they were just trying to pass it to get score quick. But then it, it, you reach a point where let's save Dak. Let's just run. Right. Out, you know, let's protect him or whatever. But you asked about McFadden. He had one snap last game and he carried the ball. And that was it. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, I, I mean, I love Darren. He's been on yeah. the show before. He's a great guy. I wish he had more opportunity. But it's like if that's all you're using him for, yeah. you can you can use Trey Williams. Yeah, you know that somebody that you don't know what they have and aren't paying near as much money. Exactly. I don't I don't get that. There's got to be something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. That's 
Hey, a conspiracy. Ooh. Man, it's got to be something. A lot of that going on around there. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of different angles with that one. <laughs> oh, Douglas is kicking us out. He is, man. No, well, I mean, you can talk as long as you Rolling the credits on us. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the Academy Awards and the curtain's about I to fall. Bring in the weekend with some tunes. I like there it. There you go. I Good. like it, man. Well, we'll get to roll on the show next week. Yep. We were actually going to take some phone calls with Drew. We might do that anyway when he comes on. I'll I'll, I'll get him set up. We'll have our, our buddy, our Scottish buddy. That'll be fun. Paul Stewart. I think I'm going to bring him in, Stu. Unless, unless we just get the crap kicked out of us. Ah, we might need some entertainment. We might. <laughs> some di- we might. distraction. Is there, Douglas, are there any rules or laws against being drunk on the show? <laughs> uh, not on the internet. Okay. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not under the FCC because okay. I have a feeling that he's not going to be sober the entire trip that he's here. He lands <laughs> at about six o'clock tonight. And he's staying with you, and I might so. not be sober the entire time that he's here. So it's funny. I said, "You're sleeping on the couch," and he's like, "Okay, that's fine, mate." And I was like, "And we'll be fine as long as you don't throw up in my apartment." And he goes, Oops. "Scottish don't throw up." Uh, oh, like, challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> Hold my beer. Hold my beer. (laughs) Well, that's it for us today. Douglas, this is one of the better shows that you produced. There was actually some effort behind the wall over there. Had to take a shot with the compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Kurt, thanks for showing up. I'm fist bumping. Hey, I'm fist bumping. Thanks for bringing it. We will be back with our other partner in crime. Nate will be here Monday. You know what? Damn it. We forgot to get him to call in. Oh, yeah. He's going to be so mad. Sorry, Nate. Oh, my God. He's going to call us, though, on his own. Uh, I think he told us to tell him a time. He, you know what? He needed the rest. He and I think he's in New Orleans, so he's he, probably got things to do. Probably. <laughs> uh, they, uh, he probably needed a little break from us. So That's true. <laughs> He'll be back on Monday, though, so make sure you tune in. We'll, do some, we'll have some good stuff. We'll be celebrating a Cowboys yes. victory over the Eagles. Kent, thanks for doing whatever you do upstairs. Douglas, again, thank you. Kurt, thank you. Thank you, sir. See the rest of you Monday on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?